Welcome to the Breathe Your Power podcast with your host, Bob Solier of Breathe Your Power and Trisha Class of Class Nutritional Therapy, who are here to help you breathe through the second phase of life by sharing knowledge and key insights that allow us all to live better as ordinary humans. Good right. to go. So welcome, everybody. So today we have a guest on the Breathe Your Power podcast who I, is a woman that I met and worked with at the Omega Institute's Family Week this summer who, if you're interested in the world of, of breath, the power of breath and breath work and pranayama and how we can access our own powers, um, this is someone who really has deep knowledge of this area. And in the four-hour session that I worked with her, took us to many fun places and, and gave us an experience, I think, that was, uh, you know, guided us brilliantly through the entire experience and brought us to a very deep, quiet place that was uh, a real gift to all of us there that night. And um, we decided that it would be fantastic to learn more from her about what, from your, her years of experience in the world of breath work and uh, to help our, our audience, who is a group of people, you know, we want to help our average suburban, urban, uh, mom, dad, you know, kind of trying to get to work person, figure out what this breath thing is and how to access it. So um, this is Kim Coleman um, from Kripalu, and we're talking to her from, uh, is it called Lenox Town? Lenox Dale, Lenox Dale, Massachusetts. Lenox Dale, Massachusetts. I'm yes, yes, Lenox. yes. So I'm Kimberly Coleman, and I believe the power of breath is really the power of prana, the power of your own energy. Um, learning to master the breath and harness the breath is honestly learning how to control your prana and how to expand your prana. And I think what we're really talking about is healing. Mm -hmm. yeah, Kim, I have a quick question. Um, you said the power of prana. For those that don't know much about this, because this, this is an area that I'm still somewhat a newbie yet. Can you explain what you mean by that? Like to heal the prana and what does, so, what does that mean? So real basic, you know, people totally do this. Oh yeah. The prana is our life force. It's our chi. Life it's our energy. Okay. It's the stuff that runs through our meridians and, 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 um, and, uh, charges us up and keeps us going and know that we are an electromagnetic force. Okay. Right. So uh, we are electromagnetic beings and we have energy that runs through us and we are energy beings. Mm, and our prana is our life force. So when the life force is strong, then we have radiant health. When the life force starts to weaken, this is where we see um, mental illness and disease begin to set in. Fascinating. But... Okay, so what, by the way, so how old were you when you discovered your prana? There was prana in you. Yeah. yeah. 19. No, maybe. Yeah, well, I, I knew for certain when I was 17. Seven, eight, wow. 17, eight. Yeah. yeah, I had an experience when I was younger. Um, I went on a, I got, I just got out of high school and you know how I ran off to California because that's what I always wanted to do. I always wanted to run off to California and I did. And I, and I ran in, I met some people, of course, in California's always board that were new age people, you know, and it was about uh, 1989, 1990, no, 19, yeah, 1990, one, And been doing this ever since. Wow, that's amazing to find something like that so young. Well, yeah, that's so fantastic. Um, so it's I, I, the uh, the idea that you know we have this thing in us though is like it's like meeting. Well, it's not even meeting a friend, I suppose, but it's it's, it's like learning about a part of yourself that most people don't suspect, right? So how do you even how did you even find that suspicion that you had this? component of yourself to be honest i probably would not have believed it because i was very much so raised on um, seventh adventist so I was very skeptical about things of the occult and i considered them bad i mean i was i'm a real i'm a virgo you know i have a line you don't cross it yeah but i did experience some paranormal things and some dreams and then somebody gave me barbara brennan's hands of light and when i started to look through her light her book, and it started to break everything down into quantum physics 
and how we're energy beings and how we have a life force that runs through us and how our life force is affected um, and how it equates to disease and how we break down and how it's all comes from the cycle of the mind, right? And how the, it starts with the thoughts and then the thought, and then it just goes down, you know, until it's grounded into reality. And I was like, wow, that's powerful. And my mother was sick and I had a strong desire to be helpful. And, uh, and I looked at this and I said, oh, well, they, she, this woman, Barbara Brennan, has really got something here. I have that book. And I marked it, I think, uh, when I bought it, it was 1993, May 3rd, 1993. And that was the beginning of my healing journey. That's a fantastic story. Yeah. So many people come to it either from their own health failing or from the health of somebody else failing and wanting to dig in and, and find something. That's, I, I, I have not heard of that book, so I'm going to have to go and look that. Oh my gosh. I'll make sure to grab a copy and show you. Yeah. It is powerful. She was, um, she, her programs were really powerful and she was really, really, really big back in the mid-90s. Okay. So yeah. did, did you, were you able to help your mom in the way that you wanted to? You know, I was. My mother actually, I came back from California and she went to massage school and she got a Reiki and she became a healer herself. She began to study and um, she was on her own path. My mom became a minister and um, was a minister and was ministering until she passed. That's amazing. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, wow. So, you know, when we, so when we met a few weeks ago or a few months ago now, um, you know, it was a happenstance thing really you were offering the pranayama really to the omega staff and i heard about it and i just jumped in there and it was truly the probably the biggest blessing of my week there and um i i you know you you have the uh great gift of being able to work with folks like this on a on a regular basis but for the for the average person who's sort of sitting in their car listening to this perhaps, and you know, sitting in their office with headphones on listening to this, um, how would they begin with understanding their relationship to energy, to themselves? Is it a signal that something's missing or is it a signal that something is bigger than themselves that they're chasing? And what, what, are people, what do you usually help people tune into if they're trying to, heal themselves what's the what's the key as you wow that's a really good question it's a really good question and i would have answered that question so many different ways throughout my career and i'm so happy somebody's asking it now because <laughs> um, right. now I, I would have said so many different things like i'm like wow but right now i'm going to say you would tune into the you would tune into the breath. You would start with the breath because it all starts with the breath in the nervous system. Calming the nervous system. Calming the breath. The breath then energizes the body. It begins to clear the body. It begins to make way and like clear out all the old prana. And, and then you energize and heal the body with the breath. So I would say the breath. Okay. Interesting. What, just out of curiosity, what would you have said in the past? How would you have answered? Oh, my God. I would have said something like, oh, you have to get an energy healing or you have to do Reiki. Um, it depends on what I was doing. Um, it, you got to start on your herbs. Um, you have to, uh, your mind, a lot of the things, uh, you have to get right in your mind. Like you're going to have to start to heal your thoughts and be positive. Like that is very important because it starts with the thought, right? We're, be we're creative beings. And as soon as you believe something, he doesn't like me. Every interaction that you have with that person, that he doesn't like me is going to be in there. Yeah. Now, as you develop your relationship with that person, it's going to start to tumble because of the belief. You understand? Yeah. Things are going to be created. You're going to misunderstand things. It's going to get heated. And this is the same thing with our bodies. Oh, I, you know, anger. We put anger in our bodies and it's stored in our bodies. And it just starts to break our bodies down over time. Um, you start to drink, you start to withdraw, you start to act out, you know, and then you're kind of all alone, you're isolated, you're even more angry, you're not getting any exercise, you're not happy at all. <sighs> you know, you're just kind of working and coming home and being angry and stewing. Yeah. <sighs> and then the next thing you know, you have a, a stomach problem. Like my stomach is bothering me. And you're like, oh, I gotta go to the doctor. And the doctor's like, oh, we have ulcers or, you know, because, you know, now there's too much heat in your belly. Right. And it's like it becomes it goes from thought 
to energy to the cellular level. And it takes two years, they say. They say, look back when you have a disease, look back two years. What happened two years ago? Okay. What happened? Yeah. And there'll, there'll be something. A divorce, a breakup, a loss of job. Like these are life blows. And they affect us because we're not tuned into the breath. We're not connected mm -hmm. to the earth. And, and we're completely out of alignment with our energetic selves. So we're trying to run our lives and we're like half in, half out. Yeah, it's like you a neglecting of the self, really. So, yeah, I mean, that's, this is, and this is a theme we've certainly uh, talked about on other discussions that we've had that, uh, that every, I mean, what we're trying to bring to people is this idea that look for your early warning systems, look for your, try to tune into the, 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 the I talked with Tricia about nutritional therapy. I was asking her, what are some of the signs that someone has a nutritional deficiency? And you were saying like, look at their face look around, you know, the red yeah, on their face, right? There's these things, these tells, it's like a poker player, right? You can tell by looking at somebody certain You know things. what you're looking for, yeah. If you know what if, you're looking or for. Or if you're even paying attention, because most people yeah. aren't paying attention to you. Yeah, and so- well, You I, can read the eyes, and you can read the face, right? You can read the tongue. Like, all that stuff is very telling to our nutrition, our toxification, our energy level, where we're deficient. Yeah. So, it's, again, for our, for our folks that are, you know, living these uh, commuter office lives and, you know, God bless us all, we're all in it together, but um, what should they be looking for for themselves? If you're looking at their breath, what are the signals that they should be looking for that they can start to correct? Um, like chest breathing or, what, you know, what's the first easiest thing to look at? Look at yourself in the mirror and do what? <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror and breathe. Notice what moves. Notice where your breath is landing, and that's like what part where your puff, like where your breath is landing, you know. And and just watch yourself breathe. Notice what's happening. And if you notice that all your breath is short and stuck in the top of your chest, or in the middle of your chest, or your breaths are short, or they're hard, or they're labored, or you know, or you're breathing quickly, or notice that you're just breathing really fast. Mm -hmm. That's your signal. That's your signal. Um, and just sit there and watch yourself breathe until you can slow it down and get comfortable with yourself. That's actually a really interesting exercise to look at what thoughts come up as you watch yourself breathe and, is and that not know what's going on with yourself. Is that not as effective? Like if you just were to sit down and breathe versus watching yourself breathe? I don't know. I've actually never done it, but I bet that as you sat there and you watched yourself breathe, you would have a bunch of thoughts come up. You would start to judge yourself. Oh, of course. Um, and first of all, you'd be like, oh, I'm not breathing right. It, you, would go, you would go into a whole cycle of thoughts, and you would watch your mind spin, and it would be very interesting to see what you were thinking because you would know what was up for you right now. Yeah. Because you're looking at yourself, you're breathing, you're trying to relax, but, all, but your mind, your critic gets in there, your cynic gets in there, your, you know, you'll know what voices are going on in your brain. So I would say that's another signal. What are you thinking? How are you breathing? Yeah. You know, if you're thinking negatively and everything is bad and nothing is right and everything's wrong, yeah. you know, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, I think we're all trying to tune other people into feedback loops. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, getting the feedback from watching yourself, you can feel yourself breathe too, of course, you know, yeah. put your hands and what's expanding, what's not expanding. Are you actually yeah. breathing into the sides, the back, or are you just breathing, you know, in the, well, even just- and I say the exercise for um, changing the way you breathe, the most simple exercise is to put your hands on your belly and lay on the bed and at night, and this, is, this will change your action, your whole life, this simple exercise. And just put one, I like to put one hand on my heart just because I like to hold my heart, you know? And when you breathe, you, send, you make sure that the bottom hand, the belly hand is rising up and down, right? So you can, and, if you, and you'll notice if it's the top hand, that's rising first. Then you say, okay, I need to really, I need to just slow down my breath. And then you let make the belly rise and fall and you just fall asleep that way. So then you've starting to remove the tension in your body that you go to sleep with. That's now, will, will you naturally, if you know, I've actually done this exercise before and it, it's telling, but I, I'm one of those people that, um, I have, I, I definitely breathe up here. So Okay. If I'm breathing here and let's say I'm doing this for 10, 15 minutes and I just can't get that bottom hand, the belly hand to move. Yeah. Are there some 
you know, is, is this like a, a I give you another technique. Do I mantra? Do I mantra? What do I do? I would give you another technique. I would ask you to layer on some ujjayi, which is um, the squeezing of the vocal cords. I call it Darth Vader voice. Okay. <laughs> you can bring one hand in front of you, right? And then you can like fog the mirror. So the hand is like a mirror. And you go. <sighs> so that squeezing of the vocal cords. So when you breathe in, you go. Squeeze the vocal cords. In yoga, we call it ocean breath. Ocean breath. Okay. I'm write this down. If you're working with kids, Darth Vader breath works better. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to tell myself. Just yeah. because my, my daughter, <laughs> So as you squeeze the vocal cords as you breathe, it stimulates the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve reaches all, is in the throat, but it reaches all the way down into the belly. And it affects all the organs and is tied to the nervous system. So you're going to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system when you layer on the ujjayi. So that's like, that, that is like going to drop you right in, probably about 10, 15 breaths. Awesome. That should drop you in. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. I can't wait to try that. I'll, I'll report back to you to see how that goes. Yeah. You can try it in the morning too. Yeah. I probably yeah. do it all throughout the day, but. <laughs> so Kim, what are your big projects these days? What are you heading toward? What's, what's on the, what's up in front of you? You know, I'm, world is up in front of me. I actually, you know, um, I'm trying, I'm, I'm really working with nourishment. Let me be really clear. Uh, I just got back from Soul Camp. I had a wonderful time with Ali and Michelle and the final Soul Camp East. And um, what I realized, I, I had my first product line, my Be Nourish oil um, with the magnesium and all the micronutrients. Yeah. And it, the product sold out. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've been on this well being trip. Like, okay, we have to be in well being, we have to love ourselves. Like, but then I was like, in that moment when I was finished, I said nourishment. And I was like, yeah, you have to have nourishment to be well. So all my stuff is really geared towards self-love, self-nourishment, and really taking care of yourself so that you can be with other people. I really have this feeling that we've come to a time where we are all not taking care of ourselves because we're not taking care of each other. We've been separated for over 20 years, okay? We've been all out of our parents' house. We've got two generations of people that are separated and completely consumed with, with things and jobs and money and stress. And so now we're not the same beings that we used to be. And we are not relating to each other like we used to, nor do we care about each other like we used to. And I think it's because we don't care about ourselves anymore. And the program that we're getting from everywhere around us is you're not good enough. And so we're struggling to be good enough. Um, and, uh, and, and we're failing kind of like, it's kind of like kids in cages. Everybody's upset, you know, election, nobody can control it. Everybody's upset. We're all just kind of stuck right in this frustration energy and we're putting off our lives till later to go be happy. After we've worked our 40-hour week, work week. What? That's crazy. That is so much of your time. Yes. I was asking my friend, this, and she goes, I work about 60 hours. And I was like, okay, how can you cut it down? She's like, well, I think I can get it down to, she got it down to like 32. I was like, what about 17? You know, I went down to 17 hours when I moved to the Berkshires. And, and, and it's like, how do we, how do we um, take our time back? and love ourselves and nourish ourselves. And also, Kim, you're doing what you love. Does your friend, is she the one working the 60 hours? Is she doing, she what, is she doing what she loves? She loves it. And oh, she, so we both run our own companies. Okay. okay. And so it is important to do what you love, but still, I'm gonna tell you, my relationship suffers because of my doing. Sure. Yeah, because it's like, it's all about me. It's all, um, I'm always out doing. And so you have to have a time for being and, um, so my projects are my self-nourishment oils, my well-being oils, um, my love bubble. Um, yeah, tell us about the oils, and then let's get to then tell us about love bubble because I want to hear about yeah. both here. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of what's on the horizon for me—just some workshops and you know, hanging out and relaxing. So um, you are continuing at Kripalu. I am continuing at Kripalu. Okay. I um, I teach at Kripalu. I teach dance. I teach yoga. I teach R&R classes, Harness Your Heart, and um, Balance and Restore Your Energy, and 
what else do I teach? Sound healing. And I've got like three more um, programs that I'm going to throw out um, that I'm going to put out in the fall. I'm going to do a manifestation in the woods because I realized I created my life in the woods. I'm walking in the woods every day. So I'm going to do a little 90 minute class and just talk to people about how they can create their life using the power of the trees in the forest. Um, yeah, that's what's up for me. Just moving forward, moving away from working one-on-one with people because I do body work too and working, doing more group work, uh, more Reiki, you know, more Reiki classes, not just Reiki session, more um, massage classes, teaching people my techniques instead of just working with one person. I realize I have to um, reach more people because the one-on-one thing is taking too long. So a sense of urgency, would you say? Yeah, we're in an urgent time. You don't think so? I, no, no, I, I just, totally, I, but I, totally as you're saying, agree. You, you're, um, you want to be able to sort of scale what you're doing to a larger number of people. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel like all of us healers had a, we had a time to keep up with. Like we, I always felt like, okay, you have more time. You have more time. You have more time. And they were like, okay, you don't have more time. Yeah. And they were like, time's up. All right, get to work. And I think that they were kind of birthing us and preparing us to kind of come out into the world and have our impact now. Mm-hmm. Because right now we're in, a, we're in a place where people need to be supported and um, they need to come together. So what about kids? Um, I'm sure, you know, Kripalu is mostly adults, right? So um, We have kids circus and we have, but yeah, it's mostly kids. It's yeah, not so, the most kid-friendly place. So here we are with um, you know, our lovely, wonderful children in a world surrounded by digital stuff, of course. Um, there are some pockets in the world where you know, not everybody's on a device yet, but it's a pretty you know, obvious trend, So, as, which offers connection and separation at the same time, depending on how you use it. But um, again, it seems like it offers a different challenge in how to bring any awareness to kids that might spend so much time in that blue light world that they're in they're in fight flight more than they would otherwise have been um they might not be out under the sun getting you know the 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 uh circadian uh, signals to activate their bodies in different ways so you might find them more in fight flight than they've been in the past um and so I'm just, what, what kind of simple one, if you did one thing with your kid or for your kid or taught your kid or showed your kid, what would that be? And what are you doing in that sense? I, well, wow, that's a really interesting question. And the answer that comes to me is I would do Donna Eden's five minute energy routine. And I would say that because you'd want to reset their energy and you want to get their energy moving and you'd want to, um, get the left and right hemispheres of the brain working. Um, and uh, you would want to kind of calm the energy coming down from the crown and kind of draw it down the body. That would be what I would do. Um, I think that the intention span is really the thing that you need to think about when you're dealing with kids and devices is that it changes the way that their brain works. It's actually creating different neuro pathways um, than previous. So the brain um, is needs an instant, it needs right now, and is not able to wait, and is not able to concentrate, and is not able to pay attention. So I would work on concentration um, and outdoor games. And that's the name of the person is again what? I didn't the five, the five Donna years. Eden. Donna Eden. The Donna Eden okay. five minute energy routine. Cool. How did you find her? If, if you want, I'll do it at the end with you. Yeah, let's do it's that. A, it's just very simple. You can look it up on Google, and a whole bunch of different videos will show up. Okay, yeah, oh, that's do, great. We can, we can do let's, it as a closing. Be, we'll do that. Uh, I, yeah. I want to ask about Love Bubble because, yeah. well, it just it sounds so cool. So can you tell us about Love Bubble? Yeah, I can. The Love <laughs> Bubble is um, so special to me because it, it's my medicine. It's what came to me. It's what I'm giving to the world makes me cry a little bit. Um, wow, it makes me cry a little bit. It make, yeah, it's my gift to the world. So um, I really had an issue with self-love. And um, as, when I came to Kapalu, it wasn't quite apparent, but I did know that this is where I noticed that I wasn't like everybody else. 
because I lived in a big city, I couldn't really mask um, myself. And I thought I was like everybody else. But when I got here, I noticed that I always wanted to go out and I never wanted to stay in. And then I, you know, something happened. My feelings got hurt. And I was really, really upset. And I really needed something. And I started working um, in the Akashic Records with a friend just to do some healing work. And I, I started asking some serious questions. And they said, oh, you mean the reason why you're like the way you are? And they were like, ah, this is so easy. Because you don't love yourself. And I had, to, I had to get down with that and say, okay, I don't love myself. And I had to really think. And they're like, no. And I was like, oh, they're like, yeah, you start to love yourself. Your whole life will change. I said, are you serious? The advice I was getting was love yourself every day for five minutes. And then you'll know what next to do next. And so I did. I said for seven days for five minutes, I sat down and I tried to love myself. And that's when I realized nobody really taught us how to love ourselves. And I took all my pranayama training. With, I mean, who, did, did somebody give you a book? Or did your mama teach you how to love yourself? No, no I don't think most of us. Yeah, tell you, know, you how to love yourself or say, this is how you love yourself. So I thought that was a big feat. So I sat down one, one day and I well, wrapped my arms around myself. And I was like, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. That was not effective. Um, <laughs> and I went back. I wish you all could see, see Kim right now. She just gave herself a big bear hug. It was really cute. <laughs> um, and uh, then I just started to breathe. I just sat there and I just breathed for five minutes. I said nice things to myself. And I said, oh, that, this is loving yourself. Okay. The next day I came downstairs and I tried something else. And I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to mix in some of that pranayama. Ooh, I, how about I do some ujjayi? And I'll do a three-part breath. And mm, what else can I do? Uh, I'll, do a, I'll do a little, um, ooh, I'm just, okay, that sounds good. I'll do a little I'll alternate master. Okay, okay. So I sat down and I, I started to breathe. And I started to um, just do some rhythms and, and just breathe and just think positive thoughts. And from there, the love bubble, it like kind of downloaded into me and I just kind of started you know doing my affirmation work because I was of course reading um, you can hear your life by my um, Louise Hay my favorite book and I pick it up every time I'm sad and I just reread it because those activities of looking in the mirror and saying kind things they're powerful so I said you know what let's just start with the basics and I started to um, just do some stuff that came to me and by the end of the week or two, I noticed people were treating me differently. Mm. It was instantaneous because my self-worth had shifted. And I said, oh, I think I might have something here. And I continued to work with it on my own. And my life started to change. And I mean, like everything, all the blocks that were in front of me that I was never able to move disappeared. And I was just like rocketed forward. And it was the confidence, the follow through, the determination, the will, the finishing the project, you know, um, and not getting distracted and going off and doing something else. It was like, no, this is for me. Like I, I became the most important thing. And then I could stay home by myself. Now I'm one of the people that's like, no, I really don't want to go. I want to stay home. So it shifted my life. And I did some, um, I looked up some research on it too about loving kindness meditation. And I found out that when you love yourself daily, like it literally has lasting and cumulative effects and all meditation and all breath work is um, cumulative, right? So each one that we do builds on another. And uh, the research is, 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 is divine. It's like basically saying you, you have better friends, you make more money, you enjoy your life, you take more risks. Your opportunities are better. Um, like it's like it's like win win win, you know. So um, I I decided to roll with it, and I called it the love bubble, and it's a five minute. I, if you like to try it, I can I can take you through it. What? We it's a nice breath work exercise. Totally, I think that yeah, I think it would be a great gift to everybody if you you know we could have that as sort of our the capper, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. And then yeah. real quick before we yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Is this, is this something we can find on your website? Where can, you know, we'll put a link to it. In yeah, yeah. You, you can find me at KimberlyColeman.love. 
And you can find the love bubble at KimberlyColeman.love, but also at Y-O-U-R, yourlovebubble.com. That's where all my videos are of uh, the love bubble. And you can find the stuff I was doing at the beginning was more advanced. Okay. So I, because it was for me personally. And so what I did was I took, I went and I redid and I made um, a more gentle one for beginners. Uh, because um, saying things to yourself, yeah, more gentle just because um, when you say nice things to yourself, it actually makes a lot of people cry. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of people are like, I don't, I didn't like that. That didn't feel good to say that I was wonderful or amazing. And I'm like, Ooh, yes, I know, you know, it happens, but it takes practice. Sure. That's fantastic. I love it. Oh, this is great. Yeah. I, I, I think, well, to me, the most beautiful part of what you've all you've said is that what you've learned, it's just so organic to, to who you are. It's just, as you said, it kind of downloaded to you. It's not like you, it doesn't feel to you like you went out and had to scramble for this, this, and this, and this. It's like it was all your work just kind yeah. of came together, and it's a natural. Extension. It was. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, Kim, this yeah. is something that I myself really need. And I can tell you, I'll be one of those people where I'm gonna be like, mm, I don't like what it feels. This is not gonna be nice. <laughs> you know, it's gonna take a lot of work. So. Well, I would love for you to come. We're having a little retreat up here on um, eleven nine through eleven eleven. And um, we're going to be doing a deep love bubble experience. It's going to be a weekend. We're going to work with the Leafs. I've got Kathleen, um, Kathleen Booker, uh, breathing technician, Jedi and Calm. She's going to come up and do some breath work with us just to calm everybody's nervous system before we get into the belief stuff. And we're really going to um, strengthen our love bubbles by getting the technique down and then letting go of some of the beliefs that we that kind of keep us from moving forward. You know, the beliefs we have about ourselves and our bodies. Yeah. Hmm? That's wonderful. This is great. I'm going to put all this in, in our show notes when we get, yeah, you know, when we get to that point, just so hopefully we can maybe get this out. That gives me a good goal to try to get these out before 11, nine for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, why are you ready? Do you want to, you know, actually, so I think we will say there's so many other things I want to dive into with you, but I, I think um, like, I, I, but I think it's almost for a later discussion because I wanted to, get your thoughts on all these other breathwork disciplines, like, you know, holotropic and rebirthing and Buteco and the International Breathwork Foundation. But I I like where you are right now. I think that we should, I think we've stayed in kind of this this more feeling mentality right now, which I love that you just brought to this Mm -hmm. whole discussion. So I think what makes the most sense actually is, yeah, if you wanted to take us through the, your proceed I forgot what the word is, but your technique. Um and, and the love the, bubble. Yeah, the love bubble. And then we can I think we can take well, a-, a little bit about it before before we get into it. Yeah. Um really you are just using your own energy. And I, I was teaching this class at Soul Camp and I was working with these ladies and by the end of the class You've done it three times. And that third time is where it clicks. Like, we are just getting in touch. I say, I'm just getting you in touch with your energy system. This system has been here the whole time. And you just haven't learned how to control it or how to manipulate it. But once you link the breath and the energy together and you start to move the breath and the energy through the body, right, so you can direct it. And if you've ever done any Vipassana meditation or anything like that, where you do Anapana and then you scan your body wherever you feel pain and you just kind of watch the pain and let the pain move away, you'll know that you can kind of travel inside your body to different places. So as we bring awareness to different areas of our body and then we send breath to the other area, we can really start to feel that flow. And this is actually Ki Jin. It is um, Ki Gong's sister. And um, these are the internal meditations of the Qigong, right? So this is an active meditation where you're not, you're sitting quietly, but you're not trying to clear your mind because you can't clear the mind. It's Shabbos thing. What you're doing though, is you're focusing your attention on what you're doing, right? And um, we work with the root chakra, the bottom, right? Which grounds us to the earth. We work with the heart chakra, which is right in the center of the chest. Um, and some people say it's green or pink or 
you know, you can make it whatever color you want. And then we also work with the central channel that's right in between. And the central channel is our, runs from our root all the way up to the ends of our being. And um, our energy moves up and down the central channel. But we also have our second and third chakras, which is our emotional chakra and then our power chakra. So we store all of our energy right here in the belly, and this is where most of us are having problems in this belly-gut region. And it's interesting because know that we're all under stress, fight or flight, and you know that the digestion does not work when we are stressed out. People forget that. Oh, my belly's getting bigger, I'm gaining weight. You're, are you stressed out? Because yes. you're probably not digesting food. Also, we store our food and our feelings here. So we start to move and clear this pathway, right? So we're moving the breath up, and then we send it out of the heart. And then we bring the breath in the heart, and then we send it down the central channel into the earth. I'll say it one more time. We inhale, we pull the breath and energy up through our root. We pull it all the way up to the heart chakra. We send it right out of the heart chakra, like a Care Bear stare. Right? Like you're just shining your heart. And then you take a big breath and you pull in through the heart. And then you send it down into the earth and through that central channel. And you can feel it, you can sense it, you can imagine it, or you can know it. We do a little bit with back and forth, like sending the breath through the front and sending it out of the back. Because the back of the heart is where we feel from. Okay? Where we receive. So we giving with the front of our heart. We're receiving with the back. And when you start to feel the back, just take a second to feel it as it is now and compare it with the front, you might notice that there might be a little bit of an energetic difference or something different. You might not know what it is. And using the back of the heart is not as open as the front because none of us wants to feel hurt and none of us wants to feel pain. And so we kind of shrink it. So that means we also don't feel support right? And we also don't feel love. And we also don't get guidance, right? We don't, it's like, and I, what I realized was doing this work, the blessings are on the heart level, okay? You got to get up here to get the blessings. If you're, if you're stuck down in the poo-poo, you're, the good things just aren't happening for you, man. And that's because your vibration is just not where the good things are. And the joy is, is up here. So when we're happy people, we have a real nice um, open heart and we got a nice mentality like that kind of the heart and the brain talk. So the brain doesn't really tell the body what to do. Actually, it's the gut telling the brain and the heart telling the brain. So when our heart is more open, we have increased cognitive abilities. Okay. And as our heart narrows, so does our mind. Then we have very simple thinking. Okay. And if you ever think about an angry person, you guys know one, simple-minded person or, you know, one way everything's negative, you know, that's, it, it correlates. Um, we bring energy in through the heart. We send it down into the belly and we say nice things. And we nourish our belly because we're telling the microbes how we feel. And the microbes then tell the brain how we feel, right? So we're bypassing the critic. And we're also getting out of our own way by having the microbes do the work because they're doing the work anyway. So that's their job. So again, into the heart, down into the belly, nourishing the belly, the tantien, um, turning up the agni, filling yourself up with all these positive thoughts. And you actually start to feel a little buoyant. And then we come into alignment with ourselves because it's easy to come out of alignment with where you're going, what you're doing, who you are. And then after that, we close up and it, you know, it can be done in five minutes. It can be done in 20 minutes, but it's a great daily exercise that you can do that. I mean, completely changed my life. It took me where I wanted to be, you know, and I notice when I don't do it, when I'm not on my practice, I feel a little sad and it's because it's my heart choking, you know, you need this. that's the love level in a nutshell. That's awesome. Should we do a, a real quick five minute version? Do you want to do that? Can we do that? Yeah. Okay, and we'll just close. Sure, let's do a five-minute one. Yeah, and we'll, yeah. Do, and we'll close with that. I think okay. That, that's beautiful, Kim. It is. Um, should we put ourselves in a certain position, sit differently, anything at all? You're going to sit straight up. Okay. Yeah. Here Ready. we are. Okay. Cool. Hold oh, on. I'm on my little furry ball. I told my friend Robin that one day I was, I was going to um, 
be a video with this little furry ball and she, she didn't believe me. I'm on it. All right, so go ahead and sit straight up, elongate from pelvis to crown. And just allow yourself to breathe. Tune in to where your breath is landing. And let go of any judgments that you might have. Roll your shoulders up, back and down, and bring your hands, palms face up, resting on the thigh. As you inhale, the belly fills. And as you exhale, you pull the belly button back towards the spine. Breathe in, belly fills. And exhale, let it go. Belly button back towards the spine. Squeeze it out. On the next inhale, the belly fills, the ribcage expands. And then you let it all go. This time, full body breath. Inhale, fill all the way up. Allow the clavicle to lift and the shoulders to broaden. That's it, just like that. And release. Empty all the way up. Take three breaths, just like that. Fill all the way up. And then let it all go. Again. Last one. Release the technique. Feel your seat connected to the earth. On your next inhale, inhale, pull the energy and light from the earth. Right up the central channel. And then send it right out of the center of the heart. The center of your chest. Feel the center of your chest. And as you inhale, you pull the breath in through the chest. And as you exhale, you send your breath and energy down the central channel. And you send it down into the earth. You can see the energy moving down the center. You can feel it. You can squeeze it. Just push it on out. As you inhale, you pull from the earth all the way up to the heart. And as you exhale, send it right out of the heart. That feels good. Then breathe in through the heart. Notice if it's hard, and then send it right out of the back of the heart. There you go, you got it. Pull it in through the back of the heart, and then send it right out of the front. We're gonna wash the heart. And it's okay if this feels difficult or sticky, or even if you don't feel anything, just imagine you're doing it and you're doing it. Inhale through the heart. You can imagine a color green just going through you, and then you send it out the back. You can imagine a nice gold rainbow coming into the back. And this one will send down into the earth. So down the central channel, all the way into earth, cleaning away everything that was in its path. Yeah, just like that. Now go ahead and release your technique and just breathe naturally. Tune in to how you feel inside. And stay out of your mind. Just bring your attention to your heart. Okay. Tell your mind to hold on. I want you to feel around your chest, back of your back, and around your shoulders. And then just focus right in the center of the chest. I want you to imagine that there's a balloon. It's green and it doesn't have any air in it. When you breathe in, I want you to fill that balloon up with air and allow the chest to expand. So inhale, balloon fills. And as you exhale, let it go. So we're gonna expand the heart energy. So you can imagine a ball of light in the chest and as you inhale, it gets real big, inhale. Big ball of gold or green light, and then exhale, soften. As you inhale, your chest gets really big. You expand the energy. And as you exhale, the energy softens. 
two more. As you inhale, light gets big. And then as you exhale, shrinks. One more. Inhale, expand the heart energy, the whole heart, the front, the back, the sides, underneath the arms, expand. Get a little bigger, a little bigger. How big can the heart get? Bigger, 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 and then let it go. <sighs> Inhale through the heart. And it down into the belly. Feel the warmth that you just sit down into your belly. And this time we're going to do something a little different. This time we're going to program the energy. So I want you to repeat after me. So you inhale. And then say, I am amazing. I am and then send the breath down. <clears throat> Good. Inhale. I am brilliant. I am brilliant. Send it down. Come right into the belly. Feel the warmth. Inhale through the heart. I am perfect in all ways. Send it down. I am perfect in all ways. Inhale through the heart. I am lovable. I am lovable. Send down. Last one. Inhale through the heart. I am strong. I am strong. Oh, wow. And you may start to feel point. I just felt mine kind of. Coming up, I have a few more. I, I need a little I am worthy. Let's do one more. Into the heart. I am worthy. I Send it down. am worthy. <coughs> yeah, baby. That's it. So just feel yourself. And just feel inside your body. And I want you to find your center. Wherever you think your center is. I want you to find it and put your hand on it. You got your hand on your center, everybody? I'll give you a couple more seconds. And if you have two centers, that's okay. You know where your center is. Don't worry. Just put your hand there. There it is. All right. Now repeat after me. I'm coming into alignment with myself. I'm coming into alignment with myself. I'm coming into alignment with my personal power. I'm coming into alignment with my personal power. I'm coming into alignment with well-being. I'm coming into alignment with well-being. I'm coming into alignment With who, with who I'm supposed to be. I'm coming into alignment with who I'm supposed to be. I am who I am supposed to be. I am who I'm supposed to be. Breathe in through the heart. Exhale, send it down to the earth. In from the earth, bring it up to the heart. And then send it back down to the earth. One more time. In from the earth. Pull it all the way up to the heart. And then send it down deep into the earth. Allow that light to travel down to the core of the earth and to anchor. See yourself growing roots like a tree. Connected, grounded into the earth.
Now you can stay here in this love bubble, your light bubble. I'm in a really sweet place. As long as you like. Really relaxed. Did we just lose you, Kim? Hold on. No, you didn't. And no, you can find these recordings. We're here. You can find the, these recordings um, at KimberlyColeman.love and at YourLoveBubble.com. Calm. I work with people privately, and I also have workshops coming up. Um, and you know, you can always hit me up at Kimber at you are, as in your love bubble at gmail.com. And that is a great way um, to find me and to ask me any questions if you have any questions, if you'd like to contact me. Wonderful. Yeah. And Kim, do you work remotely with people? So if, you know, can people work with you via Skype or via- I do, I work over Skype. Yeah, okay. I, you know what, Skype is awesome or um, Zoom, Zoom, Skype, um, FaceTime. Okay, all right, that's well, wonderful. We, we began with talking about breath work and we ended up in a love bubble. And I, I think it. that's just fan, That's just exactly how I experienced you, Kim. This is right in line. <laughs> this, is, this is why I needed you to talk to, to, to us and needed you to connect with us because yeah. I think that there's just so much, for, you are offering so much and this is just a great gift. Um, and we want to help spread your word. So Absolutely. we will do that. We hope to do that. And this is just, what a great Thank you so much for asking me. It's, it was a great honor to be asked to be on a podcast. I was like, yes, I'd love to do that. Oh, well, thank you. So you know, much. any chance to, to share um, love and breath and know that you can use your breath to energize yourself, to strengthen yourself, Iron Shirt Qigong, um, or um, to heal yourself, to love yourself. You know, the breath is... Um, it's our energy, it's our power, it's our force. Yeah, it's the first and last thing we do. Yep. Absolutely. It is. It is. It is. Yes. Well, thank you, Kim. We really yeah. appreciate it. Thank this. you so much. I'm sure we'll be back in touch. And uh, yes, just thank you. Bless you. Cool. Take care. Bless you. Bless you all. Mwah. Mwah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. -bye. Yeah. Bye, -bye.